With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome. It's our number one, our number one of our radio show, repackaged in the podcast format. And this hour, a bombshell story from college football. The winds of change are blowing. The Oklahoma Sooners and the Texas Longhorns, are they planning to abandon the Big 12 Conference for the Southeastern Conference? Reports indicate that is true. We parse the report. What are the odds it happens? We'll give them to you on our show right now in this hour, hour number one. It is a pit of curiosities. In the pigskin world, welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we break a vocal cord coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful 
microphones of FSR emanating live from the coaster, the roller coaster of nocturnal life, the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Good to have you hanging out. And our lead this hour comes from the chaos of college football. We don't make the news. We just react to it. And the big boss, one of the senior management people here at Fox Sports Radio, one of his phrases is, don't bury the lead, my man. Well, we're not going to bury the lead. So the rare and appropriate, rare and appropriate, let me stress that for those of you that are complaining already, the rare and appropriate college football monologue. We don't do a lot of college football here. The schedule, when we're on, we're not on when the college games are generally on other than during the week, but on the weekend, Saturday is not a day we're, we're here. We're not in the watch watchtower overlooking sports in the catbird seat. So the rare and appropriate college bottle, like the landscape of big-time pigskin is in a tenuous state. The status is up in the air. All of this as a result of the news involving Texas and Oklahoma. They are the troublemakers rocking the establishment. Now, I can't assume that you saw this. Maybe you did not. And there are some that live in a shoebox, so so maybe you missed it. Uh, we are told that both the Longhorns and Boomer Sooner have reached out to the mighty Southeastern Conference about potentially joining the powerhouse of collegiate football. And uh, this, according to, I love this, these uh, weasel reports, a high-ranking college official. Could be anybody. So this would be the most significant migration, changing of the guard, if you will, in modern history for big-time college athletics, should it actually happen. It's still in the discussion stage. Now, for what it's worth, Oklahoma released the old non-denial-denial word salad, just throw a bunch of big words in there and hope that people go away, the the statement, part of it read, the college athletes, uh, college athletics, the college athletics landscape is shifting constantly. We don't address every anonymous rumor. Now, Texas, a spokes hack for the fellas in Austin, uh, said in a similar jargon that it was speculation. I don't really discuss speculation. Well, we discuss speculation. We make our living... We make our living talking about speculation. Literally and figuratively, that's what we do. Speculate. So let us discuss. The question, what are the chances that this is legit, that Oklahoma and Texas end up transitioning from the Big 12 to the Southeastern Conference in a mega, mega, mega power conference? Now, I'm going to set the odds on this. I'm going to set the odds at minus 250, which implies if you're negative, a 30% chance it's not going to happen. If you're positive, a 70% chance, right around a 70% chance that this is in concrete, it's going to happen. My thoughts, trickle down, fingerprints, Bob Dylan, and we will tie all of these things together. Now, A, the Sooners and Longhorns who have flirted with making the leap and going away from the norm in the past. They've talked about going to the SEC before, the Pac, the old Pac-10 before it became the Pac-12. Uh, those 
uh, flirtations did not end up in realization. They ended up getting more money out of the Big 12. That was back in the Stone Age when they considered leaving, and then they got the big pot of gold, and so they had cold feet. Texas, in particular, as I recall, was unwilling to take the bold jump to go where no man had gone before. Oklahoma was more interested in it, but they didn't want to go unless Texas went. So now the landscape, if you look around and you look out in the valley, it's changed. It's changed even more. It's been 10 years or so, and the time is right. The time is right. Hit that pay dirt. You got pay dirt. You don't, it, it's it's kind of like having a chance to purchase Bitcoin when it was $100 and then not doing it. The rest of your life, the rest of your life, you will look back at that decision and think, why didn't I do that? Not that I know anyone who made that decision. Uh, anyway, wink, wink. So, Football is the prime mover and shaker of revenue. This is not, this is not a, a big revelation here. Uh, in, in the big business of college sports, with all due respect to basketball, and if you look around the room, the Southeastern Conference is Rodeo Drive. It's, it's got high-end stores. Everything's nice and clean and secure and all that. They're almighty, all-powerful, omnipresent. Anybody who's anybody is eating up Southern Fried Football. That's where the cool kids are. So why does this matter if you're not an SEC apologist or a Big 12 supporter? The answer to that question, I'm glad you asked, the trickle-down effect. Down, 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 down. You've got the ACC and the Pac-12 that have their eyebrows raised, can they swoop in and make out like bandits and pilfer the leftovers and start poaching off the other teams? Now, the debate is how many of these other teams really have value in the currency of college, big-time college athletics. The obvious one is Kansas, not for football reasons, but the Kansas basketball program is legit. And so you look at that as the jewel of what's left. But Oklahoma State, because of a very powerful booster from recent years, uh, not that long ago, they have a lot of money and great uh, resources in Stillwater. Uh, So you look at Oklahoma State and some of these other teams, West Virginia, uh, Baylor's run hot and cold, mixed with scandal, Texas Tech, Iowa State, some of the other teams in the Big 12. But all of them that are left behind – are fair game. And so because of the trickle-down effect, will there even be a Big 12 conference or will it just vanish into the night? And that's it. Now, part B of this, the fact that this story was leaked on a random Wednesday is a pretty big tell. It's a clue. And what does it tell you? It tells you that somebody has some paranoia that this is actually going to happen that Texas and Oklahoma will become SEC interlopers. Let's pause for a second, try to figure out who that could be. And so let's, let's all wrap our heads around this and play the parlor game of uncovering sources. Remember, the key questions, who stands to gain from the leak? That's the first question. Who gains from it? And then why leak it now? The first question on who stands to gain from the leak is obvious. And I'm looking at you, Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo's fingerprints are all over this. The tone matters. The Texas A&M coach, Jimbo Fisher, was asked about Texas and Oklahoma being interested in going to the Southeastern Conference. 
during a media session, and he's saying a sarcastic tone, saying snidely, I bet they would. He then followed it up with, be careful what you ask for if you jump in this league. Okay, so that's that's what Jimbo said. So take three steps back. If you're a Texas kid and they have amazing high school football in the great state of Texas. So if you're a high school football player in Texas and you want to stay in that state, you want to leave the confines of Texas and you want to play in the Southeastern Conference, you have to go to Texas A&M, the only game in town. They're the solo SEC franchise in the Lone Star State, and they want to keep it that way. So when you take a couple steps back and you ask that question, that first relevant question, who stands to gain from Leak, that would be Texas A&M. And why Leak now? Right, The theory is that A&M did this as a Hail Mary to cut off Oklahoma and Texas at the pass as they attempt, uh, the the Aggies here attempting to muddy the waters. It's just business. It's not personal. So the Longhorns and the Sooners, they didn't have all their ducks lined up in a row. Not all the I's have been dotted and the T's crossed and all that. So if this evil plan works by A&M, it would throw a monkey wrench into the path to salvation, creating some problems. The goal is to mess things up for Texas and Oklahoma, not only in the Big 12, but try to get some other people on the SEC on their side, make people uncomfortable. And that's a big wish. That's a big wish. But A&M has to, has to come up with at least four other teams out of the 14 members of the cartel of the Southeastern Conference that agree with them. And so on the other side, you've got Oklahoma and Texas that now have to expedite the process or process. Admittance to the SEC requires 11 of 14 votes, which is doable, which is doable. All right, last word here. So ultimately, we are betting on this happening. We're betting on this happening. Remember, the odds that we gave out here, on the Maller Sportsbook, minus 250 that Oklahoma and Texas end up in the Southeastern Conference. That's a 70, roughly 70% chance that that happens. Now, why are we that confident? Why are we that confident? I'll tell you. Great question. The time is right. The time is right. The, the NCAA is facing, in biblical terms, their last supper. They have been neutered. They have absolutely had their balls put on a table with the rulings that have come down recently, the license and image rights and the players getting their money. That that had been the saving grace of the NCAA, selling the bull crap that was amateurism. They can't sell that anymore. Now when the quarterback at Alabama is about to become a millionaire before he's even started a game for Alabama. Now, SEC football, when this is, if this happens, will be so powerful. They're already powerful. They're even more powerful. Power begets power. And they can go rogue. Uh, there's all kinds of wild scenarios where they could leave the antiquated NCAA in the dust and say, you're just outdated. We're not going to follow your guidelines. We're going to make our own guidelines. And then bring in other conferences to join the SEC in whatever they want to call the new world, the new order, the new world order, if you will of college, big-time college sports. Now, Texas in particular will be up against it in the SEC West. Uh, Oklahoma's a better football program than Texas. Everyone can agree on that. But you talk about a murderer's row. Assuming the 
the divisions are what they projected to be under this wild card scenario. You'd have LSU, occasional national champion, LSU, Oklahoma, Alabama in the same side of the bracket with Texas and Texas A&M. Good luck on that. Now, the most important thing here, and the reason we are so confident, is the Komodo dragon in the room. And it says, Bob Dylan said, money doesn't talk, it swears. Cash is king. And this goes back, as it often does, to the overlords of college athletics television. The fledgling Longhorn Network, we believe, is the driving force. It is a money pit. ESPN is involved in that. It has not been a winner. Been around for, I believe, a decade now and has not become a valuable entity, at least not what it was supposed to be. So, under this scenario, Texas snaps their fingers and skedaddles off to the Southeastern Conference, the Longhorn Network. Then, all of a sudden, ta-da! It goes from outcast to prince, just like that. Just in a blink of an eye, from an outcast to a prince, from a, a lost leader to a financial winner. And Oklahoma already has, they have their own license to print currency, but they would then get a seat at the table with the SEC. Now the concern on the flip side for a school like Oklahoma, which has had great success in the Big 12, is will they be exposed that they don't get to play the tomato cans in the the Big 12 anymore? They have to play the, the SEC. Now keep in mind, there's so many teams in the SEC, they have tomato cans. They just have some really good teams also. A lot of really good teams mixed with punching bags. Uh, and so uh, if, if you're Oklahoma and you're like, well, can I get a couple of games against Kentucky? You know, Kentucky will be in there. I get to play them. You can knock them out. You go down the list of the, the, weak, the traditionally weak teams, uh, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, schools like that. You say, well, I can take care of those, those teams. They're not that bad. It is the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about any of this? It is all fair game. We'll take your calls at 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. If you would like to be part of the festivities, you can join the fun here. And so you've just won an NBA title. What are you going to do next? What are you going to do next? It is a staple of Americana. In the jargon, now normally it's after the Super Bowl, they say, you've just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do next? Well, in the NBA version, you've just won the NBA championship. What are you going to do next? Wait till you find out. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. You're listening to the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We believe in the power of the people in the Maller Militia. Get the most out of the Ben Maller Show listening experience by adding your touch. Take a few seconds to follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at Eddie on Fox. My first thought was that Drake just had an orgasm. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. The Maller Militia, big college football fans. They love when I dive into the 
college football world. Robin Vegas says, good evening, Benjamin. That was an average monologue, I suppose. I'll go C+. That is until you brought up NWO, the New World Order, the single greatest wrestling faction of all time. Those were the good old days and all throughout the Monday Night Wars. Roberto approves of that message. Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan, all of his teams are on the move or have moved or have moved. Uh, and he's, he says one out of ten, one out of ten for the Maller monologue there and uh, says a, a blank, blank monologue would have been more riveting than college football conference talk. Uh, terrible. Well, that's the, listen, this is a good story. It's an interesting story. And just because it's too nuanced for you, Matt, and you can't understand because you're not that bright to figure this out is not my problem. It's not my problem. Uh, the Burner account writes and says, this has nothing to do with the monologue. Uh, I just turned on uh, Sports Radio today because I got sick uh, from listening uh, to how much the media has been kissing the rear of the Greek freak. It gave me die, die, diarrhea. Can you say prisoners of the moment? They won't make it out of the East next year, says the Burner account. Well, likely not. Likely not going to happen. But speaking of... The Greek freak and the Greek freak love, because you know that uh, we have to go down that road. We have to go down that road. So uh, he's very active on social media, very active on social media. Include, we have some audio we're going to play here, if you have not heard here. The Greek freak, you've just won the NBA title. What are you going to do next? The answer to that question is go to the drive through not go to Disney World, not go to some amusement park. No. You're going to do, and I actually like, I, I like taking my shots. I, I, I get annoyed when people become too popular. It annoys me. So it's one of my, my Michigas things. I get, I get bothered by it. And uh, it, it is true that the basketball media is building up the legend and the mythology of uh, Giannis and going over the top. So I, I did enjoy this. So I wanted to play it for you. Listen, this is Giannis Adentacumbo as he has won the NBA championship the day after, and he is holding on his lap one of his trophies there and in the drive through line. And here, this is at a Chick-fil-A, and this is how this went down. Can I have a 50-piece? Sorry, I will put you... Uh, can I put your camera? Do you mind or no? Sure. I just, uh, there's 150,000 people watching you right now. Really? Yes. So can I, can I have, please, a 50-piece Mac Minis... 50, exactly. <laughs> Not 51, and 49. Oh, I, chicken I see minis, yes. 50 points. 50. And um, let me have a large drink, no ice, half Sprite, half lemonade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Giannis having a good half old Sprite, time. Half half lemonade, okay. Yeah. The, the fun thing for me, there's a couple of fun things about this. The, the young lady at the Chick-fil-A in Milwaukee appeared to not really know who he was, which I thought was kind of, kind of interesting. I mean, her reaction was not of someone like, oh, my God. If you knew the person was like a celebrity, I know a lot of people would be over the top. Like, I can't believe this is, this is crazy. But I, I love the way he said yeah, the 50 piece. I like that he enunciated that. Can we play that again, the beginning part of this? This is, this is great. This is outstanding comedy. Can I have the 50 piece? Sorry, I will put you. Uh, can I put your camera? Do you mind or no? Sure. I just uh, there's hundred fifty thousand people watching you right now. Really? Yes. So can I can I have please a fifty piece Mac Minis? Fifty exactly. <laughs> okay. Not fifty one. 
49 chicken minis, yes. 50. And um, let yeah. me have a large drink, no ice, half Sprite, half lemonade. Okay. All right, sorry. So a couple of things also. Like, that's a savvy move because one of the mistakes people make is getting ice and carbonated. You know, when you get soda, I'm not a soda drinker anymore, but when I was a heavy soda drinker, you don't need to get ice. It, you should not get ice. That takes up the space of the soda. So that's a savvy move by Giannis to avoid getting ice. And I was unaware that you could combine uh, beverages. I, I know that when you go to the drink bar on your own, you can do that, but I, I was unaware all these years. I'm a middle-aged man. I had no idea. Did you know, Eddie, that you could order half and half? Like I'd like half Diet Coke and half regular Coke. I had no idea you yeah. could do that. Well, you, you, I, I you never wanted to, uh, but no, I didn't know that. I was unaware. I was yeah. unaware. Is so any, how does much... anybody on the staff uh, enjoy the half and half of some sort yeah, of Yeah, when, when I went to the movies and there was, still wasn't open fully, you had a, they had to pour the soda for you, so I'm like, I want half Half uh, Pip Zero, and I want half Coke Zero. Boom. And they, and they did it. And zero, they did it. Huh? Yeah, Pip. Yeah. <laughs> I used to mix them all up, like, b- b- back when I was nine. Yeah, exactly. When you're nine, like you Seven Eleven, you just kind of go, ch- yeah. ch- ch- do a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah Giannis is in his mid-20s. He's still, he's still going for it. How many, how-, how many minis could you consume, Coop, do you think, in one sitting? Because I know you were a fan of the Chick-fil-A. I saw your tweet the other day. It cracked me up. <laughs> um... I, I'm, not, I'm not a crazy amount because, like, the bread's filling. I'd say I could probably do 15. Mm. I've never had that. I, I've been – now, I don't like – if I were to make a big board of chicken restaurants, fast food chicken restaurants, uh, Chick, Chick-fil-A is, like, a long number two behind Raising Cane's. Like, Raising Cane's is number one by a wide margin. But when I'm in a place where they don't have you know Raising Cane's, I will – I have eaten – at uh, Chick-fil-A a few times. That's fine, whatever. But I always get the sandwiches. I get either You the, can't really the... compare the two, in my opinion. Well, yeah, yeah Raising Cane's kind of... is open every day. They're a late-night uh, deal. The uh, lines are ridiculous. Well, I, no, I don't, yeah. I don't mean like... the food. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about... chicken tenders at Raising Cane's. Yeah, chicken tenders. No, not just chicken tenders. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Don't, hey, do not just say chicken tenders. <laughs> that's, exactly, okay? that's exactly... You want to step uh-oh. outside? That's all that's, that's, exactly on, the, that's no, on the menu. That is, that is the nectar of the gods. There's nothing else. Okay, te- that is the fingers. nectar of the gods. Okay, you want to fight? I, I didn't say it wasn't fight. great. Yeah, it's just that's and the cane all sauce. Have. That's all they have. Though. That's all you need. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you don't need anything else when you have that. You don't need to go anywhere else. My God, just chick, just chicken tenders. That's blasphemy. It's different. You should both chicken. be crucified for that. It's more than that. <laughs> My wife. It is much more than that. Yeah. It's it is an experience. It is. I'd rather go there than Disneyland. The name of the company is Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. Yes, yeah. that's the perfect meal. It's named after a dead dog. Cane, uh, uh, the dog. I'm all for it, obviously. All right, anyway. <laughs> My point uh, is you can yes. go to Chick-fil-A for something, like, different. It's, you know, if you're not in the mood for chicken fingers, you know, you can get something Well, they, else. Do, they do have a chicken sandwich at uh, Raising Cane's. It's they do literally have just the chicken fingers well, in between it, it's, well, that's a, like all, a bun. That's fine. That's all a chicken <laughs> sandwich is. is you, you have a, one big piece of chicken, and, and chick, you know, uh, Raising Cane's puts three of them on there, three, three big pieces of chicken, two slices of bread. They put the sauce on there. You're good to go. All right, anyway, listen, I'm on time out of by the clock, four the clock, plausibly all about the clock. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. 
Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I like to think of myself as a fairly knowledgeable NFL fan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plead ignorance, okay. though, on this. Right. And maybe I deserve to be criticized for this, but I have never heard of this player. And he's now the highest paid linebacker in the NFL, the 49ers signing Fred Warner to a five-year extension. Uh, it'll yes. keep him under contract through yes. 2026. Uh, it's worth more than $95 million, $40.5 mm-hmm. million guaranteed. Now, let's be honest. Show of hands. Yeah. How many in the room, and you can be included in this, Ben, even though you're not in the okay. room, know I'm in the room. I'm and in the room, heard right. of Fred Warner? In my own I have a Fred right Warner here. jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I Fred Warner. I can one up you. I know. I know Fred Warner's dad. How about that? Uh, who's Fred Warner's dad? Pop Kurt Warner. Warner. No. <laughs> Come on, my line was better. Coop. Uh, you stepped on my line. You stepped on my line, Coop. That was a great line, and you ruined it. How dare you? Pop Warner, they wouldn't let me play Pop Warner when I was a kid. I was now, too Jake bad. Warner, to be fair, last yeah, Jake Warner. To be fair, <laughs> Jake Warner. I think it was stay awake with Jake, I think and it, I'm done. I think it was last year when I said pretty much the same thing about Buda Baker, and then I actually paid attention Buda. to Buda Baker. I'm like, this guy's a pretty good player. I, I, I remember when that happened, but I did know Buda Baker at yeah, the time because I, he was on my fantasy. So team. I guess I'll. I guess now I've been introduced to Fred Warner, the highest paid linebacker in the NFL. Who, if you told me before that I read this story, yeah. who's Fred Warner? I'd be like, I have no idea who is who is Fred Warner. Who was well, who was te- he with, or was this an extension that he signed? Uh, technically, extension, yeah, yes. Oh, okay. It's yes. not ni- it's it sounds like ninety five million, but it's really just uh, twenty seven point five million fully guaranteed. I, I, so. The story I've read said forty point five million guaranteed. Well, I read it's it's only twenty seven point five fully guaranteed, and that number is effectively forty million. But it's uh, they say that there's uh, these there's a lot of words here that are really annoying to hear, like prorated bonus size. Oh, I, I hear all those words would, when I hear my contract talk. Yes, about it, yeah. when I when I negotiate with management, they always throw in, "Well, Ben, if you get this number of downloads on the podcast and you get this many of affiliates, we're going to give you all this guaranteed money." And then, Eddie, I wake up and I have to start my day. <laughs> And you say, man, that was a weird dream. <laughs> yeah, that was a nightmare. That was like, what is that? I mean, my God. Anyway, well, congratulations to Fred Warner. How great is that? You can have a massive contract, and that guy could go out. No one would recognize him. He could have his jersey on and his helmet, and no one would know who the hell he is. <laughs> I mean, that is outstanding. It's true. I thought maybe you as a you know a divisional opponent there, a Ram fan, maybe you would be familiar nah, with him. To- 
not. Uh, no, okay. Not up on I don't feel Warner. so. I don't feel so bad then. But I, again, for those of you who missed the beginning, I am up on his dad, Pop Warner. But Coop stepped all out there. <sighs> Lame jokes tomorrow. Yes. So, how much money did Giannis provide in free guerrilla marketing to the good folks over at Chick Fil A? Uh, on that Instagram video. He said there were 150,000 people watching. How many of those were bots? We have no idea. But uh, uh, he was very impressed by that number. So uh, Chick-fil-A, Milwaukee, how much money do you think that was worth according to one of the big marketing firms uh, that tracks this kind of crap? In in dollars and cents. You got uh, a number in your uh, head? A million dollars. million dollars, all right. It's a lot of money. Anybody else want to play the game? Anyone want to chime in? Roberto, you want to Wait, get Wait, did Eddie say a million? He said a million. I'm going to go with five million. Five million. All right. And Roberto? Four. Four million. Ooh. So if we follow the Showcase Showdown rules, Roberto is the winner. Congratulations, yeah. Roberto. You did not go over the Showcase Showdown. And you win the the number according to something called Apex Marketing, four point four million dollars in media value. Four point four million. So you, people are going to listen like idiots like me played this and gave Chick Fil A a free commercial on four hundred radio stations. Are are you listening right now? Going to run out and say I I got to get a, ch- a spicy chicken sandwich and some potato wedges? Are you going to run out and do that right now because of this? You know, or fifty chicken minis? If he had made that one other foul shot at the end there. Remember, he missed the five. He made the one to get to 50, but he missed the other one that would have been 51. Then he would have had to order 51 chicken uh, chicken pieces there. At which, which you can't do. You cannot order. You can add one on, can't you? I don't think you can add individual. Nah. It's, it's a four, nah. four pack or, uh, or 10 pack. How much would 50 chicken little things cost? A How lot. much is a lot? Uh, it, it, I, I think it's be somewhere like 50, 60 bucks. Sixty bucks, so like a dollar over a dollar a piece of chicken. Yeah, it's it's over a dollar per mini. Oh man! At least out here. Yeah, Wisconsin's probably cheaper. Yeah, I don't have the same tax and all that stuff. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox on Fox as we press on and on. Let's take a phone call, shall we? And uh, let's go now. To a station which I saw, I was somebody sent me a story here. Congratulations to our friends in Houston. As you know, I'm very popular with the radio listeners in Houston, but that is, they won the ratings. 790, our radio home in Houston, Texas, the home of the Ben Maller Show, number one. There's a ton of sports radio stations in that market, so good job by number one. all the local fellas at 790. Our, our guy Sean Salisbury. Does the morning show, uh, and uh, we know I know some of those guys that work there. Actually, I know the guy that does the midday show too. He does uh, rocket stuff. I've met him, so congratulations to seven ninety. But right now, one of our star callers from Houston, Chris in Houston. Hello, Christopher. Well, we all know that we love to bash on you when you when your teams lose. So you know, dancing on your grave is something that we love to do. So we love to listen to you. Well, I don't so do bit. that, Chris. I don't, uh, you know, I don't take joy out of the struggles of the Astros or the Texans or the Rockets. I would never do that. Struggles of the Astros, not the Texans. I give you that, because they suck. They stink. 
So, you know, I mean, but, I mean, the Astros, come on now, four times to the ALC Championship, two times to the World Series? Hey, come on, man, you know. I mean. Well, none of it's legit. That's the problem. Yeah, that's only in your mind. That's only in your mind, you know. In my mind, it's something different. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to be Switzerland with the Chick-fil-A Raisin Cane as a connoisseur of both, and I do like both. Raisin Cane Chicken Fingers are better than Chick-fil-A. You know what? Chris, I'm giving you a golden ticket. So you get a golden ticket. Congratulations. No, I'm giving this man a golden ticket. You get a golden Ooh, ticket. You get a golden ticket. Hey. That's hey, the greatest. You know, you know what? You've been calling me for years. That's the greatest take you've ever had. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, I got to tell you, you know, both, both, both franchises do great things in the community. You know, you know, you know, Chick-fil-A has, has their followers and everything. But Raisin Cane, I got to give it to Raisin Cane. I, I look here. We all, if we see a Raisin Cane, we got to stop and get some Raisin Cane. Absolutely correct. Hey. You got to do it. You can't I don't even he, know if, what we're arguing about here. I ate it like twice in the last week. I, I mean, yeah, you, you said some anti-Raisin Cane No, propaganda. I didn't. You did. That's how, listen, the listener, Chris, did it sound like a negative rant? It, to me, it sounded like a negative rant against Raisin Cane's. Yeah, because you, you, I'm sorry, Cooper. She was saying basically that you know it ain't nothing but a chicken on a bun, but that's what Chick Fil A is. That's all they give you: the chicken on a bun. That's the same thing. Yeah, chicken, exactly. They, they, no, it, yeah, without the no, sauce, it's not. It's just you've got blank. one that's chicken fingers on a bun, three chicken fingers, and then you've got a chicken breast on a bun. Like, is, is, is it's it different? different. Is, it's different. The chicken fingers are just a chicken breast the, cut the, up. That's the it. Chick Fil A sauce is completely different from the cane sauce. I mean, I'm not even sure what we're arguing. You're not going to win this argument, Cool. There You're is no win. argument. You've lost hey, the argument. Hey, now, now, now talk about you, somebody you know, losing Coop, an argument. Oh, wait, wait, hold it. You're on the wrong side of history, Coop. That's what you are. You're on the wrong side of history, okay? What I'm history? The chicken finger, chicken uh, restaurant history. You're on the wrong side. No, look, if you if you're Who? comparing Raising Cane's chicken fingers to Chick Fil A's chicken fingers or chicken tenders or whatever, yes, Raising Cane's dominates them. But if I'm in the mood for a chicken sandwich, I'm getting Chick-fil-A. Not on Sunday. Nah, I go with Popeye's. That Popeye's chicken, that Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah, love chicken. I love Popeye's chicken sandwich. Now, Popeye's yeah, is good. To, yeah, but Popeye's is a wild card. They're, they're like yeah. a wild card in this. Right? You don't like to throw the wild card in there. That's not yeah. good. So. But talk about somebody sticking their foot in their mouth. What about old Dion? <laughs> Come on, proud time. <laughs> It's the first time I can remember anyone being upset. They were called their name. I, I mean, you, you know, that's, that's wild. It's What's crazy. What's so funny is, is that he brought up Nick Saban, and then the, you know how reporters is. You know how Internet Sleuth is. They just blasted him, man. They had a minute yeah. clip of the reporters calling Nick Saban Nick. Oh my God! Yeah, well, we played. Yeah, we played some of that. We played some of that on the air, and even at Nick's uh, SEC media days, again on Wednesday, Nick was asked about. You know, he was asked a bunch of questions, and people were. Some people were saying Nick. Other people were saying Coach. It was the same thing. All right, we'll leave it there, Chris. But up against did, the hard one, you did get a golden ticket. So congratulations. We have the MLB Pick'em. We'll get to that. Uh, here's the Who Am I game. Now, unfortunately uh, for me, as a Dodger apologist, the who? Dodgers took it on the chin against the Gigantes. But let's flash back to better times, which would be on Tuesday when Will Smith uh, became the, the first Dodger batter to hit a walk-off homer against the Giants when trailing since me. The Giants then turned the tables on the Dodgers on Wednesday. Compliments of their closer, 
Kenley Jansen, who took a ride on the Vomit Comet. More on that later. But the Who Am I game, Will Smith becoming the first Dodger this week to – first Dodger batter to hit a walk-off home run against the Giants when trailing since me. Who am I? The answer, the MLB Pick'em, next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Nothing good happens after midnight unless you listen to the Ben Maller Show. Join the fastest-growing club on Fox Sports Radio. You can follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And on Instagram, it's at Ben Maller on Fox. And you can add your touch to weekly show bits like Ask Ben, coming up in hour number three of this program, lame jokes tomorrow, and more. And now live in the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Nature Boy writes in says, Fred Warner, the 49er linebacker, has been spotted at a Chick-fil-A drive-thru ordering a 95-piece chicken. So, there's that. That's a good, good line. Anyway, here's the Who Am I game. Will Smith, this is the other night. Will Smith becoming the first Dodger batter to hit a walk-off homer against the Giants when trailing since me. Who am I? That is the question. What is the answer? John Roseboro from David in Seattle, who knows where all the good restaurants are. Jacob from Japan goes with Jermaine Dye as his answer. Paulie B says it's Dodger legend, the crime dog, Fred McGriff. Yeah, I have some great Fred McGriff stories when he uh, briefly played with the Dodgers. They, had a, they bought this big sign for when Fred hit 500 home runs as a Dodger. He never hit 500 home runs as a Dodger or anybody else. Uh, the grill sergeant's going with Juan Uribe is his answer. Double O Mexican says Tom Pagnazzi. Good answer there. Yasiel Puig from the Palm Desert Rat. Miguel on fire. The iconic 1980s Dodger can't miss prospect Franklin Stubbs. Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan, going with Steve Finley, who did hit a tremendous home run in a walk-off fashion. Mike Piazza, guessed by just Josh in Cincinnati. Rick Monday from Kevin in parts unknown, I think he's in Omaha. Uh, who else do we have? Page down here. Uh, Kevin Nash, founding member of the NWO from Jason in Denver. Do you have an answer, Eddie, please? Yes, it's uh, it was close. It wasn't Franklin Stubbs. It was another Dodger legendary first baseman, Greg Brock. Greg Brock. Is it Greg Brock? No. Believe it or not, it was actually Roy Campanella. In 1953, that's how long ago it had been since a Dodger batter hit a walk-off homer against the Giants when trailing. 1953. Wow, Yikes. The New York Giants, ago. right? The yeah, New York that Giants. is. Yeah, uh, Dodgers, yeah. Yeah, that's a long time ago. All right, here we go. Time now for the MLB Pick'em. Uh, some bad math here. I know I won, but for some reason, Koopa Loop screwed me over and gave it to Roberto. Hurry up, Roberto. Chop, chop. Wow. Walker Bueller. All right. Win. Gambler's Insurance, Anthony DeSclafini oh, of the Higante. I hope he sucks. I hope I lose. Cope. Is it a Descalfani? I um, don't know. I was close. Just say it like you know it. Come on. Blake Snell? Okay. Oh, he he's sucks. Great. He's great. He's a yeah, great there. That's a terrible pick. Eddie. Let's go with Bro, he's risking his life, bro. Let's take the juniors. Vlad Jr. and Tatis Jr. Uh, uh, Cope. Hurry up. Hurry up. Uh, I will go with uh, Javi Baez. All right. Uh, Shohei Otani. Uh, and I'll take uh, Manny Machado. What? Why are you oh, taking no. so many out of Bogarts and Manny Machado? That's oh, me. fine. Screw you. Paul Goldschmidt then. Brandon Chris, Marsh. Chris Flexen. Who? <laughs> Mariners. You're making names up now. I'm Diosa. 
And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.